Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Uncut with Kirsty. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas and spent a lovely time with friends and family. So tonight in the studio, we welcome back Jessica, who is here with us on episode one, and Rura, who is with us on episode five. So we're so excited to have you guys back in the studio. How does it feel to be back here on Uncut with Kirsty? It's exciting. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm excited because the topic that we're going to talk about is just, well, you guys have to wait and see, but uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be very, very good. And it's going to be very deep. So today's topic is about spiritual attacks. Now, I know this is a very deep topic, but it is something that a lot of people face in our today's society and sometimes we're afraid to talk about things like spiritual attacks and nightmares um, and maybe even demonic dreams but we thought you know it's important just to have this discussion just to encourage people in, in terms of what to do when they face those attacks and also share our personal experiences and how <coughs> we've overcome them through Christ Jesus. So guys I hope you're listening got your cup and tea ready and um, to enjoy this conversation but jessica Rura, how was your christmas it was good i had a fun time with obviously my parents and my siblings mm-hmm. and my gifts and the gifts i got them and the food yeah was banging <laughs> how about you were it was great to be back home, surrounded by family, be back at my home church. Um, I love being home. So Christmas was honestly the best time for me. Oh, that's so good. So good to hear. So guys, what is spiritual t- attacks for those who don't even know what it is? Like, how would you define it based on your experience of it? I personally would just mm-hmm. like to bring our attention to Ephesians 6. Mm, um, like scripture. Yes. Six. Listen, everything that we say, it needs to be biblically backed. Now, I'm not Uh, saying I have verses for everything, but well, I have the verses, but I don't know like where they're uh from. But if we like go, yeah, to Ephesians six ten to around let's say like fifteen, but like we'll say that um it says finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places so from that my interpretation and my understanding of spiritual warfare is when principalities and agents of darkness which are essentially demons and satan are coming up and um, making the lives of people whether they're children of god or not children of god very difficult and that can be physically it can be mentally it can be spiritually it can be emotionally they're just doing Mm -hmm. stuff to sort of make things hard for us and that can be on a small scale or a Mm -hmm. Massive skill. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And you know, the enemy also uses people. Sometimes you kind of go into the office and you suddenly wonder why is someone suddenly against me? But it's not flesh and blood, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not flesh and blood. How about you, Ur? Um, I would say pretty much the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. I it's spiritual attacks are different Mm -hmm. depending on whether 
you are in Christ and whether mm-hmm. you're not. Because when you're in Christ, you're under the covenant. You are mm-hmm. by the Lord. So yes, the enemy is going to try it with you and he's going to come against you to discourage you, to make you forget who the Lord tells you that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're in the world, you're not necessarily protected. Mm-hmm. You are in the enemy's camp, so to speak, you are still in darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus died to <clears throat> out of that darkness and into the light. So it's like, you have to make a choice if you're someone that's not following Christ at the moment. You have to make that choice to be consciously aware that you're in that yeah. dark, that you're susceptible to um, the enemy telling you that you're not worth it, you know, trying exactly. your finances, trying your family, your health um, mentally, uh-huh. or can be under Christ and, you know, have that protection and have that knowledge that Jesus tells you um, mm-hmm. are worth it, you know, mm-hmm. and are safe and that you are protected so i think it's completely different for for a non-christian and that in terms of like how they deal with it because spiritual Mm -hmm. attacks like you said they happen to christians and non-christians but as christians you know we have the word of god as a weapon exactly um, to overcome these attacks but do you feel like as christians we should be experiencing spiritual attacks because you know we're children of god god has given us the right to you know have peaceful sleeps or you know but do you feel like we should still have attacks from the enemy now that we're christians because some people think you know we were born again christians and life is just so great and you know we're not going to face the challenge again mm. but yeah mm-hmm. i personally think god wants us to have good sleep god mm-hmm. wants us to have a peaceful life and god is working overtime to protect us but <laughs> overtime the devil yeah he is he he this man does not rest he's day and night looking after his children looking after his kids trying to tuck you all in trying to bring you guys back when you're running away but you also need to remember just as he's working overtime the devil is also working so you yes you will be under the lord you will be protected Uh, you know no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper so nothing that the enemy does will prevail mm -hmm, but that doesn't mean that the weapons will not form the weapons will be there you uh-huh. will experience attacks because the enemy, it describes them as, in the Bible as like a pearling lion, uh-huh. like waiting to, to basically devour. devour. Exactly. He's waiting for you to slip up and then he's going to like attack or even not to slip up, just like attack. And um, I remember um, I was watching in John Ramirez. I don't know if you uh-huh. know, like might know about him, but John Ramirez is, Ramirez is essentially a person who was, very high in the occult he um spent many many years in the occult and get, like you know had an encounter and decided to switch his life to to give his life to Christ and he essentially said that the devil plays for keeps so mm-hmm. if you were someone that was living in the world or just didn't understand the things of God and you were kind of lukewarm in that sense and now you want to crucify your flesh and completely give your life to Christ and live mm-hmm. the way that God intended the devil is going to try and keep you into his camps as much as he can. So you will experience attacks. However, because you have entered under Christ, those attacks will not be successful. You, you will win because of not by your might and not by your power, but by the spirit of the Lord that lives inside of you. So oh, I think yeah. that we will experience them. Um, Yeah, we will experience mm-hmm. them. That's good, good. And I just picked up on the last point there where you said, the attacks won't be successful because 
also the Bible says, you know, through the lack of knowledge, my people are destroyed. So do you feel like it's also about, you know, being in the word of God and, you know, gaining wisdom from the word of God? Because the people are Christians, but then don't really realize their, their authority that they have in Christ Jesus. So the devil sees an opportunity and, you know, takes advantage of that. So where I feel like you have something to say. I, this was the, like, when you brought up this topic, it was the verse that I went to because um, in faithfully following the Lord, you have to know what the scripture says. That Mm -hmm. is why, like, the Lord tells us time and time again how important the word is. Luke 10, 19, Jesus himself says, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Mm -hmm power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you do you mean to tell me that if you didn't know that verse as a christian that you would have the same energy and the same readiness to fight against the enemy like if i didn't know of the authority that i have been given by christ himself whenever i have a nightmare i would wake up and i'd be terrified and i wouldn't know what to do Mm -hmm. but god tells us nothing is going to hurt you i've given you authority it's not by your power but by the power that i've placed in you so like jess said yes these things are going to come against us yes we might be attacked but if we don't stand up and say listen god has given like he has shown me laid out the armor of god and he's told me the the Mm -hmm. steps that i need to take to combat the enemy Mm -hmm. then gonna be susceptible to these attacks and they will be successful against you because you're not exercising that authority mm-hmm. and i just want to add on that as well because a lot of people basically say that <laughs> a lot of people come basically keep adding. <laughs> that you know you know we're in god like god knows everything god does everything for me i don't really need to you know it's not my battle to fight yes it's not your battle to fight he did say stand still and i'll fight for you but there's a reason why the word of God is a sword in the armor of God. Mm -hmm. So in the armor of God that is mentioned in Ephesians 6, the word of the Lord, the Bible, is essentially your sword. And obviously when you're in battle, you need a... you need a sword you need a sword or something what Mm -hmm. what are you going to use to slay the enemy Mm -hmm. are you just going to walk on the battlefield with nothing, a stick? Mm -hmm. You will die! So we need the sword (laughs) we need the sword to be able to, you know hack people away get things Uh, away push them back and all of that every time you use your sword you strengthen it you sharpen it it gets stronger it uh gets sharper and you are able to become more skillful with it you can wield it more strongly in the beginning you won't know how to use a sword it will kind of Uh be limp but it still works Uh it's still sharp because you're attempting to use it the more you use it the more skillfully you'll become in using it and the more knowledgeable and advanced that you will you will be in battling in the spirit amen um yeah that's so good and i think as well it's just like you said the more knowledge is so important but also just renewing our minds daily it's almost like god knows that we're going to face challenges every day Mm -hmm. but it's so important just to keep ourselves in the word of god you know stirring our spirit up um just so we know how to deal with those challenges and i like what you said earlier on jessica you mentioned about you know we have a god that is doing overtime but we also have an enemy that you know is working really hard to try and distract Mm -hmm. us of god's calling and purpose for Mm -hmm. our lives and sometimes when we're facing spiritual attacks it can happen during the night when we're sleeping you know Mm -hmm. 
So it's so important just to be prayerful in the morning and as soon as you wake up and in the evening as soon as you go to bed. But you should be praying 24 7. But, you know, it's really important, like, as you sleep. Um, so why do we sometimes kind of face, you know, spiritual paralysis or spiritual paralysis, sleep paralysis <laughs> during the night, you know? Is it because the enemy knows that that's when we're sleeping and we're not awake? Like, what's the reason for that? It's a difficult one, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can only speak from my experience like before when I was in the world um I used to sleep paralysis was a regular it was normal to me I sorry before we sorry should we explain what sleep paralysis is for those (laughs) (laughs) okay Jess do you want me to take the world's definition of sleep paralysis you can take the spiritual definition of sleep paralysis yeah Okay, so the world defines sleep paralysis as a phenomenon where your brain wakes up before your body wakes up. So you will open your eyes and you'll be awake and aware of your surroundings and you won't be able to move your physical body because your body isn't yet awake. So your body has to catch up. You you can open your eyes, you can see the things around you and um, describes whatever things that you may see in your environment as an overactive imagination so that's how the world sees it mm-hmm. wow that's good my spiritual definition is not that brushed up but I'm going to try and explain it and if there's anything to correct and add please do add but from my understanding spiritually is that sleep paralysis is essentially when you are under spiritual attack and you are experiencing paralysis obviously in your body and um this kind of thing can be used to bring fear into Mm. children of God because you cannot move. You're in panic mode. Some people have hallucinations, auditory and visual. Some people see, yeah, and visual hallucinations. They see demons in their rooms or they see demons sitting on top of them. And um, it just brings them ultimately a bit of fear. And so, yes, it's still paralysis. You're still physically paralyzed, but your spirit is the one that's undergoing the attack. Your spirit is the one that's undergoing the paralysis. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I clarified that well, but no, it's that great. Is... So back to you. Sorry about interrupting you there. Um. So yeah, I think the question was like, why do we sometimes have sleep paralysis during the night? Um. It can okay. happen the day as well. Sorry, just to add that. But yeah, true. Basically, just whenever you're sleeping. So um, as I was saying before, when I was in the world, I would have sleep paralysis on a nightly basis. Like it would, it was normal for me. And that I understand is because I had lots of spiritual doors open. I was doing things and watching things that I shouldn't have been watching, listening to music that I shouldn't have been listening to, things that weren't good for my spirit and basically things that were just, just opening doors. And so the enemy had every right to come in and do whatever he wanted to do um and then when I started faithfully walking with the Lord I had sleep paralysis I've had sleep paralysis twice since I started faithfully walking with the Lord and the reason I I'm not exactly sure of the reason why I've had those two occurrences Mm -hmm. while walking with Christ but what I assume is that 
the enemy wanted to try and see if he still had any hold over me in terms of fear because what sleep paralysis would do to me is that I would wake up in panic mode I would be terrified no matter how much it happened to me every new spiritual experience would be more terrifying than the last one and I was seeing horrible things I would be experiencing like actual like sensations like things touching me things moving my physical body and it was it was terrifying and so the enemy had that hold over me and so when I came back to the Lord I think he was like okay let me see if I still have her let me still get her and thankfully, one of the first things I learned when I started faithfully walking with the Lord is the authority that I have. Yeah. And so the first time that I had a sleep paralysis experience um, while walking with Christ, I opened my eyes and I couldn't move my body. And I heard footsteps in my room. And Jessica, my flatmate, wasn't home. So I was like, it's definitely not her. So I heard footsteps coming. They were walking, like shuffling on the floor. Really, really. They were getting closer to me. I was about to freak out. And then I was like, the fir- this is so weird. The first thought that came to my mind was I don't have carpet. And so I, I turned over. I like shook myself out of the paralysis. I turned over and I went back to sleep and that was it. And then I woke up and I was like, well, I should be scared right now, but I'm really not. And thank God for of that fear but so you knew from that moment that there was definitely a spiritual or a demon yeah definitely so I think it was just the enemy trying to see if he still had a hand in my life and obviously he didn't thankfully thankfully amen yeah wow wow one experience and how about you Jessica have you had any experiences of sleep paralysis of course I have I feel like I don't know. I haven't met anybody that hasn't, to be fair, but I'm not going to sit here and say that it's common, just in case, you know, there there could be some instances where people don't get it. But yeah, same with water. When I, when I was in the world, or I just, yeah, I was in the world, but like, I didn't know Christ or like I was, I grew up in a Christian household, but I had never accepted Christ. I would get sleep paralysis a lot I remember distinctively like my mom was doing like laundry um in like the bathroom like because we have a bathtub and she's like hand washing and I remember sitting on the pile of the clothes and just falling asleep and I remember having my eyes were open to me they were not open to anybody else but I could see what was going on and I could not move my body I wanted to get up I think that was like my first time experiencing I experiencing it but I wanted to get up I wanted to stand up I couldn't do it I tried to scream nothing was coming in I was like mom like because she was right there I was like mom bro can you not like help me like shake me or something but no one can hear me no one can see that I'm awake but eventually I got out of it um and when I got into Christ the number of gettings of sleep paralysis incidents has decreased immensely and I think that that is just because my spirit is no longer as penetrable as it was before I think that um when you get into Christ and when you are walking in the spirit you are getting stronger and you are in the spiritual realm that's where angels the the enemy god that's where they all operate and so when you're growing in there and understanding the things of that realm then you can you are becoming stronger 
through the power and the spirit of God. And so when that is happening, do you think the devil can just come in? Absolutely not. Like he's going to try. And sometimes it is going to quote unquote work, but what he's coming there for is not going to come to pass. So like sometimes he'll be like, I'll have sleep paralysis and I'll pray my way out of it. Like before I used to get like scared and panicked because I don't like being restricted. I It's just a thing for me. So sleep paralysis is like my worst nightmare come true. But I would like immediately panic or be like okay move your toes move your legs and just like kind of work my way up but then I just kind of figured out that I can get out of this Mm -hmm. this is not like not that this is a simulation but it's not real Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would just pray get up and go Mm -hmm. and just to go back to like what Ruria said about because I've had a similar experience like I've only had I've had sleep paralysis but there's only been one experience where I've actually heard like footsteps like coming up my stairs and mm. I think that's the scariest one I've had like it was just like I couldn't move and I felt like someone was in my room like literally going through my stuff and like in my head like I'm trying to scream Jesus but it's like it's almost like if someone's like got a hold on my lips and I can't actually mm. shout the word Jesus but it's like my spirit is yearning Jesus or there have been times where my spirit was just saying like greater is he that's in me than he is somewhere else yes um but it's just funny how like your spirit just knows straight away just to speak god's word whether you're actually in the spirit or not because sometimes if you're not in the spirit maybe it doesn't know for it to come out um but yeah it's just a really it's like it's a different realm it's it's definitely a different realm um but yeah like we said there's different you know, maybe things that we listen to or watch can open doors to certain things or even the environment, you know, sometimes the people that we hang around or the places that we go can definitely, you know, open doors to demonic activities. And for you guys, like, have you ever felt like because you're watching a particular film, you know, this is the reason why I'm having this attack or oh, yeah. you have gone to an environment and you're like, yeah, this is probably the reason why it's happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can start off by saying, basically, I'm a fantasy girl. Everything that's, like, supernatural fantasy, I'm, I, well, I was. I was all for it. Everything, I've seen it. So, like, um, Teen Wolf, Vampire Diaries, the originals, I all, I watched it all. I was just, like, interested in that type of stuff. I don't know, don't know why, but... um. And obviously, if anybody has seen the originals, it's essentially a spin-off of The Vampire Diaries, which is a show that features um, vampires, witches, and shows a lot of occultic things, occultic practices, and magic, and all that type of stuff. And I used to watch it heavily. And around that time period when I was watching it heavily, in my dreams, I would also be seeing basically rituals take place, or like occultic practices take place and then in real life I was starting to meet a lot more witches by chance I don't know why it would it would just happen like people would just come to me and we'd become friends and then later on I find out that they practice witchcraft or like they practice paganism or that and I was just like and like obviously I'm an African so like I'm not like fresh to all of this stuff I can I can I know when in my dreams that when certain people are gathered in a certain way when there's a certain symbol on the floor that I'm not supposed to be there and so I'm seeing all these things all these things and I'm like absolutely not but it got to a point where I was like okay I'm seeing all this stuff and I'm and I'm praying against it but 
the thing that's opened the door for that, I'm still watching. The thing that opened the door for that, I'm still interested in. So it wasn't until I stopped watching those shows and renounced basically everything that could have came into my life through that and shut the doors and sealed it shut with the blood of Jesus that that stopped. And still, I, I'm like highly sensitive to that idea of stuff anyway. So I... I still have dreams about like witchcraft and stuff, but it's not like rituals or anything that are happening about me, just like a specific person who could be one. And then the Lord is revealing it to me, but um, it's not like the way that it was before, but that is what started it. I think. Yeah. But at least now you know what to do. Would you say when you face? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. And I also say that because of that, I like limit what I watch. So mm-hmm. even though I love all that type of stuff, I will not be watching it because that's another channel that mm-hmm. the enemy has used to enter mm-hmm. into my life and that he will use again. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. And it's interesting you said there like about how the Lord kind of reveals certain people maybe that you shouldn't be hanging around. And have you found that hard like when you met someone and you actually God was telling you, I shouldn't really be hanging around you maybe because of what you're practicing like have you found it hard to like break away from that friendship for me personally he's never told me you can't hang out with this person it's always been be careful and it's always been like a revelation of something so those particular girl I used to hang about with and I had later on like everybody used to not like her and I was like girl what the frick I'm gonna be your friend so I was her friend um and like I remember my friends like you know yelling at me because they were like Jessica she's a witch I didn't know that she was but she later on did tell me like when we were by ourselves that she was a witch and that she practiced she comes from a line of witches and she's African as well so I was like hey no this is like the worst thing (laughs) but then you know um then she told me that even though she came from a line of witches that are doing african like voodoo i'm assuming because they're african she wants to practice wicca white magic and just to clarify white magic black magic they're the same thing there's no such thing as good magic they're all bad um but she wants to practice that and i was like take you to my church and like they could pray for you because she was going through stuff at the time like she was seeing things that I was like yeah that's a demon um and like seeing dead people and stuff like that and I was just like "Mm -mm, that's you know I could take it to my church like we could pray for you and she was like no um because she was a Muslim actually and she was like well I don't like it when they pray for me and I was like great so after that I I remember having a dream um about her and she like manifested into this demonic entity that was kind of after me and after that I kind of woke up and I was like okay I can't hang out with this girl it was hard to avoid her because she literally lived in the flat next to me so I was just like ah okay I prayed I remember praying like my heart I was like god like help because I don't want to like not be friends with her but like I'm scared blah, blah blah and then after that I kid you not I never saw her again like she never came to school again. She never, she, obviously she lived in the flat next to me. So I should see her when I go to like the bus stop or whatever. Never saw her again after that. So, you know, it was interesting because when God tells me, I'm just like, okay, 
I keep it in mind and I watch and I keep them at arm's length, but I don't like completely cut them off. Um, if I do cut someone else off though, it's probably just because of my own thing. It's, it like has nothing to do with God, but you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the thing is like, God is always watching over us and protecting us. He is. And from the beginning and life is spiritual, you know, we serve a spiritual God, so he sees exactly. beyond that we can see with the physical eyes. Um, but yeah, there's just so many things that can open doors and, how about you, like with Rura, when it comes to like horoscope, horoscopes, do you feel like it's okay for Christians to like read horoscopes and, you know, give them um, horoscopes? Give them I don't want to get loud. Yeah. I don't want to get loud on this broadcast. Do it. It uncut with Do it. Do it. Oh, I forgot this is uncut. Let me get, let, let's, let's, okay. Let me brace myself. If you're a Christian, if you're a Christian and you are reading horoscopes, I'm going to ask you to pick your Bible up. (laughs) Quickly pick your Bible up because we are warned against horoscopes. We are actually warned against horoscopes. I think it's wrong. And I think you're going to something other than God to tell you who you are and what you are, what you should be doing. And that's wrong in and of itself, especially as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'll find the Bible verse for you because it's just a dangerous place to be. It's honestly, you're speaking to spirits. You are, if you, mm-hmm. this is normal. Like you're actually consulting spirits to tell you about your future. And guys. Like the tarot cards, the birth charts, card. the crystals. So what does that mean? On top of that, on top of that, there are Christian horoscopes. Really? Yeah. What kind of juxtaposition? Labeled as Christian horoscopes, and it's just shocking to me. Y'all, do not be deceived. There are sheeps and no, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. But there's something quite saying. interesting you guys said there is that they can see into your future when you go to horoscopes. So are they seeing some bad things about your future? It's like, and a few people have spoken about this before. It's almost like partially they're seeing some parts of your future, but only only God can read. Knows the full story. But also the the bad part about these things and like seeking these people out to tell you about your future is that it will never be 100% good, ever. They will always foretell something negative that's going to happen to you and mm. now you have that in your mind and you are essentially speaking that over yourself every day because you've accepted it you came into agreement with uh, it okay and so the enemy is like okay yeah they've agreed with it i can do what i want mm-hmm. so it's like every single day you're speaking it over yourself and you're speaking it over yourself so of course it's going to come to pass mm. it's they accurately told you your future it's mm gave you they prescribed you something and you accepted it and now that you've accepted it it will come Mm -hmm. so and also just wanted to say because um you mentioned that um they can't see like all of our future just like a a message for uh christians out there because it was something that we said early on as well the devil is not a nemesis of god because he's not on the same level as god so from my understanding the enemy cannot hear your thoughts and he cannot from my understanding we like disagree on this me and where i have had so many oh really okay uh, yeah we've had so I'm many sure. discussions on it but i don't because that would mean that he's um like omniscient he knows all and he does not know all 
from my point of view mm-hmm. my thing is that if you're again this this goes into people who are christian and who have given themselves over to christ and who and people who are in the world because i believe that if you are under the authority of christ the enemy has no rights over your thoughts he cannot that's not his place to be he can't be in your head he can't be listening to your thoughts and but that being said if you're a christian the enemy can't hear your thoughts but he has been around for millennia like he knows how to read human beings and understand human beings and understand their reactions so the enemy and his demons or whatever will assess your environment and kind of guess what you could be thinking and then i agree with that play on the things that are going on around mm-hmm. you which is why we have to renew our minds daily mm-hmm. if you're giving god authority over our mind and our mm-hmm. thoughts then the enemy can't necessarily get you in that way even mm-hmm. because he can't hear you you can be like actually that's not what god says about me or my situation mm-hmm. but i do believe that if you're in the world right and maybe someone is demon possessed the spirits have authority over that house okay with that i agree with because they're inside yeah Yeah. inside. so if they're not inside they can't really hear you know so that's what that's the only that's the only distinction for me but again this is all conjecture i can't know yeah this is i'm guessing here yeah Based on scripture, obviously. Okay, I mean, we got deep there. We got real, real deep. <laughs> so if you're listening and you have any questions, please don't forget to DM us on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll try and reply as soon as we can. So, Barrett, what was that Bible verse you were going to share with us? Verse. Okay, I will grab that for you. Um. Okay, so while Barrett is grabbing that oh, Bible it. verse, oh, you got it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's Deuteronomy eighteen ten to fourteen, but I think I'm gonna only gonna read a few. Let me grab New King James version. I have to pull up my favorite. Ooh, come on now, <laughs> please. Not my Bible app glitching. This is so embarrassing. Listen, okay, you need to bind every spirit. Honestly, okay. So there shall not, De- Deuteronomy eighteen ten says, there shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. So a soothsayer, a soothsayer is um, basically someone who practices divination or sorcery. Divination mm. to spirits. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's essentially what horoscopes are. Um, also there's another verse I'll find that for you and maybe we'll put it on the Instagram story or something mm-hmm. it's about basically like reading the stars like consulting the stars because there's a difference between astrology and astronomy like okay. you know the oh, three no. wise men they mm-hmm. understood the stars but they understood the stars based on also what prophecy had foretold about the birth of Jesus and um, a savior coming but astrology is a whole different ball game an entirely different ball game so yeah did they do astronomy or did they do astrology astronomy i think don't hold me to it please it's okay i'm gonna do my research oh oh just another another thing with everything that we're seeing tonight do your research test the spirit read your bible don't just take our word for it that's so good yeah so make sure you know the word of god 
support yourself. Yeah. Um, so just to close, guys, like, what would be your advice for those who are maybe struggling with spiritual attack? I know we touched on it and early on talking about prayer. Um, but yeah, what would be your advice? Any other advice that you'll give them? Mm, first, for me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> oh, you go. You first. You first. Um, okay. okay. First and then Personally, what I'm going to say is again, this is from my experience. I would say continue to be prayerful and continue to, you know, hand that part of your life over to God because essentially he is the one that's going to deliver you from any form of or sleep paralysis but I would also say yes be careful in the doors that you're opening like watching horror movies and you know listening to certain artists but also and this is something that I am working through even in Christ and when you're seeking to understand more about the supernatural be careful in how much you're seeking out Mm. about cults and about secret societies and about all these things make sure that your eyes are set on Christ because when you take your eyes off of Christ that is when things go wrong um so constantly seek Christ and seek the Holy Spirit if you are curious about these things um and about secret societies and how they don't align with the word seek the Holy Spirit knowledge and he'll guide you to the right sources he will guide you to the correct understanding and the correct method to learn about these things but even as you're pursuing holiness just be careful that you are not slipping and forgetting that you're supposed to be learning about jesus and you're supposed to be learning through the word Mm -hmm. wow so powerful so powerful Mm -hmm. thank you (laughs) how about you jess um, I have a couple points. So my first point is the quicker you realize the authority you carry, the better. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Christians are under spiritual warfare, but because they don't know that they have the power to trample over serpents and scorpions through their tongue because of the Holy Spirit that lives within them, they are just, they don't do anything. And the enemy is just stomping all over their lives. And it's just like, God is just kind of like, I gave you the power to do this. My helper is within you and he will give you the power to overcome whatever you're facing. You can speak and they will flee. You can resist and they will flee. And so as the sooner we realize that we can trump the enemy and we will trump our, the enemy, it is our inheritance for us to do so, the better it will be for a lot of the Christians out there. I also um, think that you should pray for discernment. If you're newer, if you're a baby Christian, um, you might already have it. I personally think that all Christians do have discernment just at different levels. But um, I think that you should pray for a heightened one. Uh, God will not give you beyond what you can handle. So if you can't handle it, he will not be letting you see demons and stuff in your room if you're like a baby Christian. I It would just be like on, a, you know, just maybe an off feeling or just like a a little whisper into your spirit and telling you this thing might not be good this thing might not might might be good just pray for discernment for God to open your eyes into the things that you are interacting with or the situations you're experiencing for you to know if this is from him or if this this is from the enemy Mm -hmm. 
Um, and also for you to discern God's voice from the enemy's voice. Because when I was new into, you know, following the Lord faithfully and developing a relationship with him, the devil would put thoughts in my head and I would think that it was God or I would think that it was me and I would claim it when there's a biblical truth over there that I didn't even know existed that counteracts that, that mm. basically tell me it is, it is not me. It is not God. That is not coming from you. Rebuke it. But I didn't know. So just yeah. learn that as well. I think also memorizing scripture, because I mentioned <laughs> earlier that it's the sword of the word of God. You mm. need to know your word you need to know the bible so what i do is i have a bunch of like folders on my phone and i have different categories Mm -hmm. of verses so i have one for spiritual warfare i have one for sadness i have one for anger i have one for just to pray against these things um and if you don't know where to start memorize psalms 91 psalms Mm -hmm. 91 is the to me (laughs) yes before you go to bed Mm-hmm. bro i'm t- i'm gonna tell you like every time i there was a period where i had like kind of nightmares every night mm-hmm. where read psalms 91 one time because i was like bro i can't do this anymore so i whipped it out i read it and that night peaceful slumbered i was out like it was good and so i really I recommend it because it's speaking stuff over yourself it's affirming the promises that God has for you that you will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by day and you will trample over um, serpents and scorpions underfoot and all that type of stuff and how God will deliver you like it's speaking that over yourself so that you can remember and so that your spirit can remember and so that the enemy knows that you know what you're talking about so so good so good Oh, Jessica and Maria, thank you so much for coming on Uncut with Kirsty. This is a three-part series, so this is part one. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for your wisdom and your knowledge, and even just being so open about your personal experiences um, of spiritual attacks and sleep paralysis. Um, but you guys, if you have any questions about this subject, I know it's quite a deep subject, but please do DM us. Um, on Instagram and Facebook on Cut with Kirsty and I'm sure we'll be happy um, to answer those questions and also pray alongside with you um, if you're going through this difficult challenge and so I hope you guys have a wonderful new year this is the last episode this year it's so Ooh. emotional the fact that you know we started on Cut with Kirsty um, this year and honestly it's just been incredible and as Christians we know it's only upwards and forwards only so yeah guys have a great new year and we'll see you then take care bye